Welcome to The Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. The big day has arrived. Yes, that's right. The Federal Reserve has finally increased interest rates. I'm going to talk about all of this. I'll give you all the information. I sat through the boring Fed conference just for you so that you could save your time. I spent that time. Let's get into it right away. Federal Reserve approves first interest rate hike in more than three years, sees six more ahead. So I wrote down everything that I thought that was important throughout this meeting so that you can get just the points that you need. They increased by 0.25% or 25 basis points. Here you can see the actual FOMC statement. I always bring you the sources directly. You can go down into the description under the sources, hit that link, and you will get a link to this one but you are seeing right here federal reserve issues fomc statement and of course yeah 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 blah 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 quarter to a half percent okay so it's always a range and so this is where we are at today in addition they see ongoing increases in the target range being appropriate in addition, the committee expects to begin reducing its holdings of treasury securities and agency debt and agency mortgage-backed securities at the coming at a coming meeting. So what does that mean? They're going to reduce the balance sheet. So they've now officially, as of this week, they've stopped adding to the balance sheet. So they might be buying, but at the same time, there's a runoff happening. But here we have, you know, actually talking about reducing the balance sheet. So what did they say? Three things that Powell said throughout this extremely boring conference. By the way, Steve Leesman is the only one who asked uh, like a little bit of a challenging question. But anyway, first thing here, Fed expects to increase seven times this year. We don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, that's a lot. Okay, that really is a lot of increases at the 25 basis points, even still. That's what they're saying. I'm just bringing you what they said. The second thing is that the Fed expects the balance sheet reduction to be faster than what we saw in the previous cycle. That's what they're saying. It's going to be, they said, basically, it's going to be very familiar. If you remember what happened last time around, it's going to be very familiar. But he specifically made this point. But it's going to be faster than last time. He made note of that. And the third thing is that inflation was higher than they expected. That shouldn't surprise anybody. But basically, he said, look, in hindsight, yes, we should have increased earlier. He actually said that. Markets didn't care, by the way. He said, we should have increased earlier. But at the time, we only had this information. We didn't know that it was going to be like this. Hey, Powell, if you ever want to sit down and have a talk, let me know. Okay, so I made this post approximately an hour before the Fed statement came out. And basically, what I said was, Options one, the Fed is going to increase by 0.25% and the markets will expect that. And of course, they'll love it. Number two is the Fed is going to increase by 0.5%. That's too hawkish. Markets won't like it. And then the third is that the Fed does nothing at all. And the markets believe a recession will be imminent because if they don't act, hey, why aren't you acting? What's wrong? What's the deal? Markets would react ne negatively to that. And of course, businesses would be very concerned. Because all the world, for the most part, except for China, is either talking about or has already increased rates. So anyway, that's what I posted. Of course, we see that not only did they increase by 0.25%, but if I show you right now, this is the, by the way, the uh, S&P, Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, and the Russell, all green today. We can look at what's going on with oil right now sitting at about $95 a barrel. 
okay, you could look at different um, measures of you know inflation, and we could look at all these things, and I'll, I'll cover what's been happening in the in the markets, and you could see where the money's going to and from. But largely, the market really liked that. I've got a screen off over here on this side, and I'm looking at all the markets basically at around the high of the day. So it started to dip down leading into the Fed meeting, all the broad markets. It went down quite significantly. And then as soon as the meeting, you know, the conference and everything, I should say, as soon as the meeting hit, 2 p.m., the, the statement hit, the market just started tanking down real fast, a lot of volume. And then it found support and it bounced back up because they got what they wanted, 25 basis points, they're not going to go to any extremes right now. Everything was priced in. And in fact, Powell used those words himself. He said, the market's already pricing in what we're doing. So we're not going to, you know, we're not worried about that. The market's already pricing it in. I, I thought that was really interesting. A few things that he said. Okay, so let's get into it here. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some data about what's been happening. If you appreciate this information, hit that thumbs up button, okay? I sit through the boring meeting. I fall asleep. I fall on my face trying to stay awake during these things, okay? Jerome Powell, I, you know, to be honest, I had a good time during this one because it was funny. It was actually pretty funny because I feel bad for the guy. I really do. He, he's got to talk so much nonsense, BS, and he's just got to just keep it going. And he has a paper. He always has that paper that he refers to that has the same you know, four lines on it, that every time they ask him, uh, we will continue to keep monetary policy appropriate, and so on. And it's every time. It's, it's, it's pretty funny, to me at least. We expect the balance sheet to shrink from $9 trillion to just over $6 trillion through passive runoff, capped at $60 billion of treasuries, $40 billion of mortgage-backed securities per month. That's according to Goldman Sachs. So they're going to end up $6.2 trillion in 2025. That assumes that there is no more recession from now until 2025, leading them to have to pump again. We know that they're going to do this, but they want to collapse the markets. Right now, you know, markets, they've gone up, but we're still down heavily over the last little while. And if you are going to tighten into a weakening economy, you're going to have some serious trouble. Right now, you look at the fund manager survey. I'll show you a few from that from Bank of America, essentially saying that the amount of cash that the fund managers are keeping has increased quite a bit. More uncertainty at the same time, you know, you're just watching the markets. Where do we put our money now? Is it commodities? We're, we're overweight equities. What do we do? So cash has been more attractive to them. Global growth pessimism suggests a drop in ISM. So when we look at ISM, when we look at different measures of data, you know, with manufacturing, you see that this is a very important one, and usually, you know, that, that gives us a real big signal as to what's happening in the real economy. We're never going to see that from the U3 unemployment rate or other nonsense. We need to look at some more legitimate factors. Europe equity funds. Over the most recent two weeks, inflows have been $20 billion, a record. But look at what happened prior to that. Okay? Significant, significant money leaving the markets in Europe. Why? Obviously, Russia, right? Now things could be finding a bottom, at least for the short term, very short term, that is. Stagflation expectations now surpass boom expectations. Of course, you've got high, high inflation rates, and you've got this 
whole idea that we are going to just be able to somehow grow out of it, that, you know, that doesn't seem to be the case. Anyway, very few people believe that. The biggest tail risk, Russia, Ukraine, not surprising there. You're looking at the hawkish central banks as well, really, really coming back on there. No, no, they're not worried about that anymore. Of course, geopolitical risk is the greatest risk to financial market stability. That's just showing you in a different way, in a different graph. And then investors think that the Fed put, like what level the stock market will have to be at for the Fed to say, okay, we're going to come in the markets, 36, 36. Okay, most of the investors, they were talking about hundreds of billions of dollars here, by the way. Uh, they believe, you know, at around, let's say, 37.50 or just below that. Um, is that the, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you right now, at least in terms of what they're saying, they're they're letting this happen. So we will see. Liquidity conditions are the worst since April 2020. So we've had some instances before where they've been like this, but not many. Okay, so April 2020 and before that was financial crisis. So we look at it all over the place and you could see some serious weakness. And then the percentage, say that they're overweight commodities. Look at that. Okay, that has increased. By the way, that's the, the blue bar graph here. Of, of course, the rise, more money coming in, and you see what they're doing. They want to take advantage of that. The metals have been increasing. Wheat, nickel. I mean, come on. All right. So I don't want to go on and on. I just want to mention one thing. So I said that Federal Reserve is going to increase interest rates. I've been talking about this all along. Why? Because it seems very likely. It seems that this is part of the cycle. There have been some out there who said this would never happen. Okay, other channels out there were saying, don't believe it. They will never increase. All the while, I simply point to what we see and what made the most sense. They are going to increase. Now, they did it one time. They say they're going to do seven. I don't know about that. We'll see. But I must break it down one level deeper. The Federal Reserve is not your friend. The Federal Reserve has shareholders. The Federal Reserve has to appease not the people, not the pension funds, not the 401ks of the average Joe. The Federal Reserve does what it thinks is best. What's going on behind the scenes? You have no idea and it's that way on purpose the globalist elite want to buy things not for 10 percent discounts not a fed put at a 20 percent drop they want to buy things for pennies on the dollar you can't do that if the federal reserve doesn't create a boom and bust cycle that's what they're doing today so in my opinion, the people who said that they will never increase interest rates, it's not going to happen, buy the dip, because this thing is going to go higher and higher and higher. And it might go higher. But right now, we are several months, I mean, November, November, December, January, February, I mean, come on. We're, we're five months into this thing. Where the markets peaked out, they keep going down, they say, don't buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. Mar they're not going to increase rates, they're not going to increase rates, they're not going to stop printing. 
They've stopped adding to the balance sheet. They've increased their interest rates now. Other central banks around the world have been doing that already. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. I think personally that the people who have been telling you that they wouldn't increase are claiming to know the future and they didn't get it right. We don't know the future. That's, that's a fact. We don't know what's going to come. But we can protect ourselves in advance under the conditions that, hey, maybe something might happen. Maybe there is reason to have to diversify what we do instead of just buying into the same thing over and over again. I hope I made myself clear. Hope you appreciate the information. Let me know your thoughts as well as hit that thumbs up button to support the channel. I do appreciate that very much. If you want the latest and greatest, make sure you subscribe. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.